Dark Comics have been scaring readers for years. Is there anyone brave enough to sit down with their creators? This is Discussions with Decapitated Dan. This week, our discussions with Decapitated Dan, webcomic creator Andy Corey is back, and he's here to talk about the manor and so much more. Discussions with Decapitated Dan is brought to you by Curious Goods and Comics.com. Don't be afraid to lose your head over all the savings. CuriousGoodsAndComics.com, where Decapitated Dan gets his books. Are you a comic book creator? Do you write, draw, color, letter, ink, edit, or do your own webcomic? If so, you're eligible to nominate for the Ghastly Awards. Go over to GhastlyAwards.com and find the nomination form and nominate for this year's best in horror comics, the Ghastly Awards, honoring excellence in horror comics since 2011. GhastlyAwards.com So welcome everybody to this week's Discussions with Decapitated Dan. Joining me this week for his second time on the show, Andy Cordy! <laughs> I'm my own personal fan club. <laughs> uh, as always, who are you and what do you do? I am Andy uh, Cordy. Some people know me as Shaggy. Um, and I do a comic strip called The Manor. It's at welcometothemanor.com. And it is about a bunch of artists who live in a haunted boarding house. Uh, it's creepy yet inviting. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's a safe way to put it. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I can't remember when the last time you were on. I it think was it was... Episode 69. Oh, good lord. And I here know. we are on 100 and... You're going to be on 115. Wow. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, you're 116. Oh, I'm, I'm even off. older now. I'm off by one week. So it's been a while. So... What has been going on at the manor since we last spoke? Um, well, there's definitely been, if you've been following online, uh, there's definitely been some character development and changes. Uh, you've seen a certain headless character, or, or I should say uh, head of a character. Um, you have seen um, a, a murderous ghost start coming through. Uh, you've begun hearing about a uh, vampire apocalypse that is ha- happening with the uh, end of the Mayan calendar. Um, or, yeah, um, it's so big stories are are starting to happen. Um, the second book has come out, um, and uh, that was that was part of my New Year's resolutions. Uh, for the manor and and uh, got that one accomplished. So very cool, very cool. Now let me let let's kind of talk about the book here for a second. Um, 
did you get it printed in the same size as the first one? Yep, same size, same format. I think oh. an easy way to, to for people to understand why I'd ask that is because um, the only thing I can think that was kind of like that size was Garfield collections. <laughs> um, yeah, you know the Garfield collections were were very similar. Um, PVP. Uh, okay, also, there you go. Yep, yep. That's a more uh, contemporary one. Um, let's see, but. PvP changed its formats. Calvin and Hobbes was also in that horizontal format, but they were bigger. Right, right. But no, I mean, and that's really what I really, I have to say that I really commend you for doing that because a lot of times when people uh, convert their webcomics, they'll do, they'll go long ways with them. So you'll get like three strips on a page. Yeah. You know, it's because they want that comic book format. But you were like, I don't care about that. My book's going to stand out on your shelf. Oh, my my book should stand out on its shelf because, you know, when you're walking through uh, the house at night and you're like, ugh, I don't want to turn on the lights, and you you walk past and all of a sudden something reaches out and grabs you or uh, bashes you a good one, it's because <laughs> of me. <laughs> Such a good way to put it. <laughs> so uh, what is included in book two? Uh, book two is the complete second year of strips that you see on the site plus bonus strips. Uh, one of my one of my other New Year's resolutions was to do um, at least one bonus strip every two weeks. Now that that bonus strip could be a guest strip for another comic, like what I did with uh, P.I. Jane and Monsterhood and the Deadlies, or it could be. Um, you know, extra material for the manor, or it could be a birthday strip for somebody, something like that. Um, so you'll see, you'll see a lot of those uh, strips in there as well. Okay, very cool, very cool. So total page count, what would you say you're at? One hundred and two. One hundred and two. Uh, and what's the class for the book? It is fifteen, just like the previous. And um, I'm looking at your website. I don't see anywhere to buy this, sir. Uh, no, it's it's not up yet. Uh, like I like I said the last time, my my website is done by um, somebody who who does it for me for free. So I can't uh, I can't force it down their throat of hey I need this up there. But you can contact me through Facebook. Um, the uh, or you can, which is uh, the manner, or the dash manner, comic dash strip, because they wouldn't let me have the manner. Um, uh, sue them. Go sue them. You know, <laughs> Facebook is kind of funny like that. But, um, or, or, I mean, it will be up on the site. Um, shoot, you can call me at home if you want to. I only sleep four hours a night, so might as well call. <laughs> I can get. <laughs> Put it out in the mail fast for you. That's very uh, so. Uh, when people are hearing this, they can order the book now. Yes, and and hopefully by the time people are are hearing this, it will be up on the site. But uh, and it will be in some comic book shops. I can't say that I'm getting it in all um, because I'm I'm self syndicating. I you know I get it in the shops myself. Uh, there's no distribution like through diamond or anything like that. Sure. Sure. Um, 
Now, okay, now you said you're going to be in some shops. Can you tell us what shops? Maybe they're close by to where I live. I could drive there and get it. Um, well, I'm hoping to have some up in the Chicagoland area, but uh, we'll see. Right now it's going to be in Blue Moon Comics um, prob- in Lafayette, Indiana, um, and then Comics Cube over in Kokomo. Um, I'm sorry. In, in case you can hear that, that's my son Vincent. He's asking me to draw a pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, no multitasking. <laughs> I oh my goodness! If I didn't multitask. Oh, I know. I know. I always wonder when when we do these interviews when when it's an artist that you talk to if they're just like uh huh and they're just drawing the whole time, <laughs> which they probably are. Well, I was I was erasing for a strip earlier, but uh, now I'm drawing pumpkins. <laughs> um, okay, so it's going to be in Blue Moon and Comics Cubed. Um, I am so working if... on getting it in some other shops. Um, there is a shop called uh, Robots and Rogues, and they do um, a lot of of uh, creator owned. Uh, material, whether it be role-play books or comics or whatever. Uh, um, so sure, uh, sure. I'm going to try and get it in there as well. I'm, I'm, if I'm lucky, I will get in, get it into Horribles up there in Chicago. Oh, very cool. Very cool. You should, just as a recommendation, you should try Quimby's as well. Quimby's. I have not heard of Quimby's. Oh, Quimby's is a very indie shop. Okay. No, no other main, no mainstream stuff. From what I'm, from what I'm told, gets in there. It's all indie stuff. So you might want to try that. Okay. And anyone else out there listening? <laughs> but no, that's that's really cool. Now, uh, just you know, did you go through the same printer this time? Who'd you go to? I went through Rink Printing out of South Bend, just like the last time, because okay. they do a fantastic job. And I don't mean like fantastic, like fabulous i mean fantastic like they they their turnaround time is super short they um they have great paper stocks they if there's any sort of problems with the files they're contacting you um they are uh, freaking amazing very cool and i can't remember didn't you say that you took a family trip up there to go check out the operation yep yeah, and, and picked up uh, picked up the uh, books and um, made made a, uh, a vacation out of it, and and it was all good. And I wrote it off on my taxes. <laughs> hey, why not? There you go. See, that's how you do it, kids. This time though, it's uh, <laughs> a little bit different because Kokomo Con was December or was December huh, was October twentieth. And the books were due the nineteenth, so I ran up there that day. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, cutting it really close on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's really cool. Now, um, have you thought? And as weird as this is going to sound, because it's a web strip, but have you thought of selling a collected digital version? Uh, I have thought of that, but I. Um, I guess I need to focus more of my time on getting um, the, you know, making the strips better, making bigger stories, um, 
sell, selling the stuff that I do have uh, and and gaining more readership so that when um, when I do have the time I can um, I can focus on on uh, doing stuff like a, a digital book I don't oppose the idea of a dis- digital books I know a lot of people are like you know what I just don't have the space for um, for regular books anymore. Right. And I, I get that. I mean, I have a whole library. And I don't mean, like, a bookshelf. I mean, I have a whole library of of comics and regular books. And, like, there's a whole section devoted to uh, Poe alone, you know? Sure, sure. But no, I mean, and, and I totally get that. And plus, like we said, I mean, it's a webcomic. Now, I want to go back to talking about that because... You're updating three times a week, is that correct? Yes. Uh, Mr. I don't sleep, where do you find the time? And um, don't say it's because I don't sleep, but I mean, where, well, where do you find the time? A lot of that is certainly true. Uh, when I work second shift, which I don't work second shift anymore, uh, it was easy for me to um, draw like on my breaks. And I am I'm at a creative job now. So I don't necessarily get to draw on my breaks anymore. So, um, and my my breaks are not not like they were. You know, it's not like okay, it is now such and such time. You take your break. Right. Uh, it's right. you know, it's it's a little more flexible now. But uh, that being said, I don't end up getting my any drawing done until I get home at night. Um, and usually after the kids get in bed. Right, right. So it's like ten thirty. <laughs> right. So uh, you know, and, and it makes sense. You know, it's get home, it's family time, and then so then you're just spending your nights, you know, up drawn. So while you're working all that, is that is that where you're at least getting the ideas, coming up with the ideas, or do you try to like specific? And as weird as it is, because I know, you know, as humans, we just think, think, think. But you know, do you try to? You know, like separate everything and just wait until it's time to work on the manor to work on the manor. Um, there, you know, there's some of all of that. When a creative inspiration hits me, you know, you got to run with it. Um, you know, if it's if it's, uh, um, you know, like when we're in the car or something like that, and um, I get a an idea for a story arc, um, I'll I'll hand my idea book over to my wife and and tell her hey write this down and so she'll start taking uh dictation or you know i'm like okay i you know i'm gonna describe an idea for a t-shirt which i don't want to be known as a t-shirt salesman so i don't have a lot of the you know t-shirts really available but sure sure um you know i i I do have several ideas for ones that would be better as t-shirts or um you know if if um if I'm really hit as to something to draw, boy, I, I have to do like a, a quick little sketch, get it out of my system um, until I can actually sit down and draw it that night. Okay. Yeah, that's a very nice answer. I liked that. <laughs> now, you know, um, are you are you finding yourself running out of ideas i mean you've been doing how long have you been doing this now two and a half years uh th- we're in our third year third so, year yeah okay. two and a half years uh completely 
under the belt, but in the third year, uh, I have plans up to the eighth year. Uh, oh, not, wow. not everything okay. is scripted yet because obviously, you know, things happen in the news or things happen, uh, in your regular life. Um, I mean, with the second year, you saw the introduction of, of, um, one of my, my, my well, my daughter's character, uh, mm-hmm. Froggy and, um, Eventually, you'll see my son's character, and we're about to have our third kid at Thanksgiving time. So, congratulations! Her, thank you. Her nickname is already Pumpkin, so you know. Eventually, <laughs> you'll see Pumpkin in in the strip as well. So, right, right. Well, but I mean, eight. You, you're you've you've got the idea to to go eight years. So you know, at any point in what you've done so far, having kept that pattern and having you know kept yourself on that deadline has it ever slowed down to where you're like i don't want to do it or is it always oh my god i really love doing this i i cannot see myself ever stopping oh i i love doing it and i'll be honest i don't ever want to stop but much like uh calvin and Hobbes, which was a a major uh creative inspiration for me I I want to stop when when uh, it's good. I don't want to drag it on and and it just you know people be bored with it and it die and things like that. Right now, how how are you, how's your readership looking? Are you are your numbers going up? Do they stay steady? What you know in terms of promotion and stuff? What can you do as a webcomic creator to pull more people in? Um. You know, my, my numbers are going up. Uh, in fact, uh, this was a couple of years ago, but when I when I started doing Facebook, that was a tremendous jump uh, in, in my readership. Uh, going to shows has definitely helped. Um, so I, I try to increase my, my uh, numbers that way. Um, some of those people stick around. Some of them don't. Some of them hit, you know, once a week or once every couple of weeks. Hey, you know, I I understand that that people get busy. Uh, Dirk Manning is is um, somebody who reads the strip, but he he's you know told me, hey, I can't I can't hit it all the time, but I'll read like a month's worth at a chunk. <laughs> you right. know, whatever right. works for you, and that's why right. I got an RSS feed on there. So. Yeah, that's. I think that's the the biggest thing is that to me now. This is to me. I'll forget, you know. And it's like you know, I'm not trying to forget, but you know, like I said, you get busy, and it's oh, yeah. and it's so it's so much easier when you have that RSS feed because you can just go to your reader and be like, hey, look at you know, and then you remember to go check stuff out. So yeah, it's it's definitely a must, and it's one thing I always ask the webcomic people is, do you have an RSS feed? <laughs> that way oh, you yeah. can subscribe to it and stuff like that. So no, I mean, and it's it, you know, and I'm happy happy to know your numbers are rising. Uh, I know you're you've got a big push trying to get a ghastly award. Yes. <laughs> yes, I I have certainly. You know, normally I am not like, you know, oh, I got to enter this competition and try and win this award or or anything like that cuz I I don't really need the justification, but gosh dang, I want a ghastly award cuz it's just so awesome. <laughs> so let's let's switch gears. Uh, you know, I am um, what are you reading nowadays? What comic-wise? What what are you enjoying? these days uh you know i will be honest i 
I'm still buying, but I am totally behind. Uh, about the only thing that I am I am up to date on is um, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, and um, then whatever books my kids are getting, like Peanut Pudding and Jelly uh, by Rodney Fike, <laughs> and um, uh, and Strawberry Short Cake. <laughs> <laughs> They don't go for the Adventure Time and all that. Uh, you know, they like Adventure Time better as as a cartoon, okay. and you know, they only got to watch it when when they would come visit me while I was at work doing second shift. Because here at home, we don't have TV, so it's a lot of DVDs. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And that is why right now they're watching The Great Pumpkin. Well, that's why. Anna is watching the great pumpkin, and Vincent is sitting here on my lap asking <laughs> to draw pumpkins. No, and that's yeah. So, um, okay, now let me ask you this because I occasionally read Frankenstein, but you're saying that that is a go-to book for you. Yes. Why? Uh, you know, I like the whole idea of a a team of monsters. Now, I will have to say that um, through most of Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. Frankenstein has been the character that I care the least about. Um, I I love uh, uh, Griffin, the uh, the uh, werewolf. Uh, but you know, honestly, I think DC would have a much stronger book had they gotten rid of of uh, Shade and combined Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, um, Resurrection Man. Um, I Vampire and uh, JLA Dark, and just mashed them into one book, made a basically a Justice League of monsters. Hmm. I'm going to disagree on that. Really? <laughs> well, I really like I Vampire and JL Dark. <laughs> See, I I, I want to get I I like them too, but I I will admit I don't pick up each issue. But uh, uh, JL JL Dark is is all uh, magic users, and uh, with the exception of Shade, but you know he's just like a a crazy character. He doesn't fit any. You're you're that far behind. Shade's not even there. I last last issue I picked up, uh, I I saw him ripping himself apart. Oh yeah, he's 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 not even there anymore. That was disappointing to me. I really like Shade. Uh, Yeah, you know he was my favorite character out of there, but. And I, when they really started out with uh, Madame Xanadu, she she was almost more like a villainous character, and I really liked her as as a villain. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I agree on that. I, I want to go back to uh, the Frankenstein real quick. So, being a fan of that book, are you a big fan of the Creature Commandos uh, prior to the reboot? Um, are you talking the flashback stuff or before that? Either or, you know, I, I really enjoyed the the Flashpoint. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm sorry, that's what it was called, Flashpoint. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed Flashpoint as well. It was, uh, uh, but once again, Frankenstein was the character I cared the least about, and the <laughs> the vampire, uh, Velcro or Velcro, whatever his name is. That's see, I want them to kill off him and bring in I Vampire. Bring okay. in Andrew Bennett. Sure. 
Sure. So, okay, prior to that, like, I'm going way back to uh, World War Tales and stuff like that. When oh, yeah. Um, you know, I haven't read a ton of those, but I okay. did like those creature commandos. I liked that, you know, um, their Frankenstein monster was not uh, Frankenstein's monster. It was, you know, a guy who was basically reassembled from parts and his voice box was all screwed up and and things like that, you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I liked it that obviously... Um, um, hold on a second, you guys. Uh, I liked it that, uh, you know, the monsters at the time, because of the Ray Harryhausen movies, obviously uh, the, the Medusa the Gorgon was a major character um, in those movies, so... Or, or in his his stuff, so um, you know they they had a Medusa character as you know instead of like a creature from the Black Lagoon right uh, style right. character right now and you know and that is all some really good stuff that people can go check out. So let's kind of uh, switch gears and it's time to ask you you know what's the most horrific thing that's happened to you to show recently? Um, besides. Losing my arse at a table. Um, oh, where was I, I that? I really haven't had. Um, you know, you I, don't have to say it. We, we can talk about that later. Yeah, we can talk about that off, <laughs> off because you know it was a fun show. I had a blast there, but I I lost my my rear end so much on that table. Like I didn't uh, I didn't make squat for money. Ah, oh, that's sad to hear. That's horrific in its own right. Yeah. But if you have another one, you're free to tell us. But I'd accept that as an answer. Um, you know, I really don't. So that's going to have to be my answer. All right, that's fine. That's fine. And and I'll find out the name of the show later, and I'll I'll secretly tell all the listeners. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we want in uh, upcoming shows or signings. I know uh, technically Kokomo just ended, even though we're recording this before Kokomo. Yes. Um, I will also be at Ashcon down in Indy. Um. On the, what is that, the 28th? Yes, 28th. Um, and this October? Yes. Oh, so yesterday. Uh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I'll be nice and put this up early for you. Uh, well, if it doesn't happen, then I was there yesterday. But I... <laughs> Thanks for coming out, folks. Yeah. Um, and then I will... Um, that that pretty well ends my conventions for for this year. I'm going to try and squeeze in one more ash at the end of um, at the end of December, but you know we'll see. He likes to uh, vary the people that that show up at the shows. So that's you. I, I know for a fact you've already signed up for a show for 2013. Yes, I um, I'm going to be at DanCon. <laughs> And I will, I'm looking into being at space, um, next year. Um, don't, I, I did well at space, so I'm hoping that, uh, I do well again the next year with, you know, a second book. Um, but that, that was a lot of money to, uh, run over there, you know, cause it's not exactly a close show for me. Right. Um, right. but then let's see what else is there. Um, I'll probably be at Kokomo Con next year, um, and, 
and I will probably well I will definitely be at Lexpo next year as well. Okay, very cool. Very and cool. I'm going to try and hit try uh, and hit a horror hound weekend. That is on my goals for Yeah, you're close. Yeah. Yeah, really close. I'm sure that's expensive though. You know, I don't know. I can't find anybody to contact. So Well we'll we'll take care of that also when we're we're off. For anybody out there listening to this knows anything about Horror Hound Weekend and Indy, um, let Andy know. Yeah. He'd no, appreciate I would, it. I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> because and you should do uh, – I'm trying to think what what else is close. So you're not – you close to Cincinnati over there? Um, I am not super close to Cincinnati. Okay. Um, it's about a three, three-and-a-half-hour oh, drive. jeez. Yeah, that's, that's further than I thought. What about uh, Louisville? Are you close to Derby City? Uh, I am – it's – also about the three-hour drive, but well, geez. No, I have I have family that's close to both of those. So you know, if I if I go the night before, you know, I can I can at least uh, get someplace that's relatively close, so it's not so far a drive the next day. All right. Well, we're going to get you out of here. Um, this being Halloween week, uh, we we definitely have to do something Halloween related. So I'm going to give you the option of either telling us what your top five Halloween specials are or your top five horror movies. Ooh. Or make um, if you just go way too fast. You know what? Let's do the top five uh, horror movies for me. Okay. And I got to go with number one being Dog Soldiers. Um, great werewolf movie. Great. Um Costuming was fantastic. Uh, Love the whole idea of them hunting as a pack, things like that. Um, if you haven't seen it, do. Um, and then I really got to jump back to the to the classics and old school. Um, I love watching King of the Zombies because uh, it's hilarious. Um, uh, Dracula is always one of my my number ones to watch. Um, Love, love watching the the mummy. Uh, let's see, is that number four? Yeah. Um, all right, then I will have to put in there Shaun of the Dead as as number five. <laughs> An excellent choice. <laughs> um, you know, I I have a Halloween ritual of always watching Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh man, on Halloween. See, I, I love to watch Nightmare Before Christmas closer to Christmas. <laughs> See, I think and how I think it's a Halloween movie. Where everyone else is like, it's a Christmas movie. I really think it's a Halloween movie. Because See, it's it's like I want to do Christmas, but then I realize I don't like Christmas, so I'm going back to Halloween. The, yeah, see, that's why I watch it around Christmas is because <laughs> I, I need my Halloween fix. <laughs> so, uh, in your in your house with the kids, do you guys have uh, Halloween watching traditions? Uh, yeah, usually, uh, um, usually peanuts and the Great Pumpkin. We watch. Uh, uh, there's like a Dora the Explorer Halloween special and a Go Diego Go. You know, because my kids are are still really young, my little monsters. And uh, then, uh, let's see, there's a Berenstein Bears Halloween special. Um, yeah, we do we do a bunch of the, the specials. Um, 
Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, and I, I will let you get out of here on that, so can you just remind us of all the websites we need to go to to find you? Okay. Um, you can, you can uh, number one, check me out at welcometothemanor.com. Uh, and remember, it's, it's friendly and inviting, but plenty of creepy. And uh, then you can also find me on Facebook. Facebook as the dash comic or the dash manner comic dash strip, and um, I'm also on DeviantArt as Andy Cordy. All these things you can find links on on the site too. Um, maybe by next year I'll actually have a Tumblr page or something like that. Very cool. Very cool. Andy, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I and I and It hasn't happened yet, folks, but I wish you nothing but the best of luck at Kokomo since I will not be able to make it this year. Yes, I will I will miss seeing a head pop the curtains <laughs> and, and look at me. Yeah, you got to go back to our, our first interview to get that story. But no, uh, as always, you know, I love having you on the show. Uh, I think we should just plan on doing this every October if you're going to put out a new book every October. So everyone out there, you go online, read the strip. Definitely send them the email to get a book in your hands because it is definitely worth it. Andy, thank you for coming on. Thank you, and don't forget to vote for the Manor for a Ghastly Award. <laughs>